Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, aliens, psychics, religion, new age, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, holistic health, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, while other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's modern world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelyleah on Instagram so we can connect. Become a Patreon supporter to get access to behind the scenes of our guests, freebies, early access to new episodes, discounts on merch, and more. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I am your host, Aaliyah Lovely, and today I got a couple of things on my mind. Today, I think we're talking about um, what it means to to pray or make intentions with clarity and also the vulnerability of happiness. Now, what do those two things have to do with each other? <laughs> um, to me, I started to um, kind of look at the way I was doing my intentions and my manifestations and my prayers this weekend. I started to think about how little clarity lately I have had with approaching spirit, approaching universe, source, God, whatever, um, about what it is that I want. And I thought that was interesting because I've always been someone who has believed in, um, you know, large, big manifestation, but Something that occurred to me this week was, um, you know, maybe I'm afraid of getting the things I'm actually asking for. And I kind of want you to ask yourself that question today. Like, are you actually afraid of what it is that you're asking for? And for most people, they might think that's preposterous. (laughs) Why would I be afraid of, you know, the things that I want? But like kind of dig deep and 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 think about that because you know there has to be a lot of vulnerability to be happy and i kind of started to think about that because um i was having this moment with my boyfriend and his family and it was just it was like one of those days where it was just like everything seemed to feel right. Everything felt good and we were smiling and laughing and uh, the kids were playing and it just, it felt, everything felt great. And I was like, this is like a beautiful fucking moment. And at the same time, immediately I started to feel scared about losing it. And I know some of you guys have written it, written in, and um, I know I've expressed here sometimes that like you'll be having this incredible moment and then you'll visualize the most tragic thing that you've ever thought of that comes out of the blue. And um, not to continue to take from Brene Brown, but she does talk about that. Like, um, you know, sometimes we'll visualize those things to essentially keep or protect ourselves. We think to protect ourselves from feeling the pain of those things being removed from our life. 
And when in reality, like you're not preparing yourself for anything because if those things had actually happened, you'd still be just as sad. But instead, it steals from the moment that you're having. And I started thinking about how vulnerable you have to be to actually be happy. You have to literally let go of anything that, you know, may have been a narrative or identity that have, has been keeping you out of the, the feeling of joy, the feelings of joy. And it's interesting because, you know, we don't have to have everything we want in order to feel happiness. We don't have to have everything we want in order to feel joy, but we do have to be vulnerable in order to actually enjoy it, you know? And, um, I'm not so much this way, but I've been this way in the past where, you know, like something good will be coming up and there'll always be like a, but, you know, oh yeah, this is going good for you. Yeah, but no, 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 no. Oh, you look so good in that. Yeah, but no, 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 you know, like I know you guys do that. <laughs> I know I'm not the only one. And and it and it's stealing away from what could be such a beautiful compliment or beautiful praise or a beautiful um acknowledgement of a of a good moment or something that feels good to us. But if we're always waiting for the other shoe to drop, if we're always kind of looking on the lookout for someone to take something from us or for the rug to be pulled from underneath us, we don't actually get into the vibration of full happiness. And we start to guard and protect ourselves against what we think is going to be taken away. So we never actually really enjoy what's in front of us. And that hit me this week because there was some circumstances where, um, you know, I'm looking to, to do some make some large commitments. (laughs) Um, I'm looking at buying a house and that is a big commitment and something that I have, I have desired to do, but wasn't sure because I wasn't sure about where I wanted to live or what, you know, what was going to go on. And now it looks to be that, um, you know, Casey's going to be a pretty permanent home for a while. And, you know, let's, let's, I guess, read, put down roots And since the last 10 years of my life, almost, I've been up and out out and trying to go somewhere and maybe here, maybe there, maybe I'll go live here. You know, I haven't had a chance to, to really sit down and be like, okay, this is my home. I've moved every year, every year, guys, since 2009, every year, this year, it's been three times. It's, it's too much. Anyway, so all that to say. I'm sitting here, um, you know, getting ready to, um, purchase a home and I've saved my pennies and I've made some really, really, you know, dedicated choices to, you know, fix my credit and work on some stuff. And I think this is vulnerable sharing this with you guys, (laughs) too much business. Uh, anyway, you know, most of my life. Uh, those of you who listen to probably know me better than my friends who don't listen to this podcast. Uh, anyway, but I'm sitting here looking, looking at this, this opportunity and I'm like, okay. And all these serendipitous events happened. And the day before I was sitting in front of my altar, talking to my grandparents. And I was like, I would really love to manifest a home. I would really love to have a home. I would really love not to have to move again for the next five years. I would really like to have a place where I know my stuff can stay and it doesn't have to be in storage. I would like to have a resting place, um, someplace that is mine. 
And I expressed this deeply to my ancestors and said, I would also like to be able to start creating wealth for my family and or future family and the rest of my family. And, you know, what does that look like? And so as I'm sitting in, in prayer, you know, I just got this, what I felt like a pat on my shoulder from my, my grandparents, like, okay, we got this, you know, we got this. And I, and I felt in that moment, I was praying with such deep, deep clarity and immediately following that, like, I felt super good. Like, okay, this is going to happen. We're going to instantly manifest. Now the market right now is like fucking crazy. Everybody's at a bidding war and everybody tells me, this is not a good time to buy a house. You're going to pay more, blah, 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 which, you know, you might, but I, I don't know. For some reason, this felt like the right time. So I'm like trying to listen to my intuition, trying to listen to the manifestation and trying to like be in a place of clarity and opening and, and also surrender, you know, not getting too attached to an outcome and thinking I'll know the expectation. And so I prayed with clarity. I prayed with intention and um, and found a house and I was like, oh, yeah, this is the house. This is a great house. Da, da, da. It even had the address 444 and 444 is like numerology is like stable home abundance and all that. And I was like, oh, it's the house. Amazing. And so <laughs> put an offer on the house and, um, you know, everything kind of went through and then we find out that there's another bidding war and they want to go up and up and up and up and, um, you know, went out of my budget very quickly. So I said, I was a little bummed, but I was like, you know, wasn't supposed to be the house. It's okay. And so maybe like a few days later, I was, um, uh, we were like trying to look at some more and I, you know, I just kind of lost the gas, you know, like, you know how you're getting excited for something and it doesn't work out right at first and you lose a little bit of the gas, you lose a little bit of that drive. And I was like, okay, I said, I wanted to manifest this thing and you know, this was just wasn't the right one. So I'm not going to get attached to it cool. So then, um, we're driving through this neighborhood. I had randomly put one of these houses that I was like, this looks interesting, but it's not, you know, I don't know if it looks like it's the one by any means, but okay. And, um, I, you know, we just decided let's just drive by and see if we like the neighborhood before we go see it with the realtor. And the door happened to be open and the door was open. And we were like, I said, um, oh my gosh, that's a sign. That's a thing. You know, the door's open and, um, decided to go in. Turns out, or not decided to go in. We didn't just enter a house and trespass, <laughs> but there was someone there and said, Hey, do you mind if we come look at the house? It ends up being the seller people. Made an emotional connection with them, went in, started looking at everything. We're like, okay, cool. This is, this is, um, this looks great. And, um, just, I just got a feeling and I was like, this this feels like it. And from the time that I put down an offer to the time that they signed the offer, it was four hours. I mean, that is the fastest ever. Now, mind you, we're still in the middle of the process of getting everything figured out. So I'm still in the, the, the toils of not sure if we'll actually get this house. But in the process of in, in that, I, I made sure to go back to my prayer and I said, okay, like this was my intention to be able to manifest this thing. I'll be super bummed if we lose this house, but I'm going to try my best not to attach to it because ultimately what I've been, what I prayed for is what I prayed for with, with valiant clarity. So if this isn't it, then this isn't it. You know, I have to let go of what I think I'm going to expect out of that. And 
interestingly enough, what I had done was I started imagining what it would be like to live in the house and where would I put this couch and where would I hang this artwork and what new, you know, things would I buy for the walls? And I already started imagining in my head the outcome. And I started to get into that, that manifestation vibration of like, this is what it would be like to be here. And mind you, like, that's a, it's a dangerous line to walk, right? Because you can imagine yourself and visualize yourself in there. But if you get attached to that outcome, then, oh boy, if it doesn't happen, then you, you're in trouble, right? But what I was trying to do very consciously was trying to put myself in the vibration of what it was like to have it now. And mind you, we don't have the outcome yet, so I'll, I'll let you know. But the deal is, is that there was this beautiful tangle that I was seeing in between praying with, with, with valiant clarity about what it is that I wanted. And then the universe coming up and throwing some hiccups and saying, do you really want this? And where I was in a position of saying like, yes, this is what I want, but if this isn't what the universe has for me, then I can let it go. So it seems to be such a fine line between the two, right? And I hope this isn't confusing you because there's a difference between, you know, being attached to a very particular outcome and being attached about how something is going to happen and being in a place of surrender. It's, it's, there, it's a very, very teetered line. However, what we're talking about today is the vulnerability of happiness. And I was thinking, you know, how, what I was thinking was how unhappy I would be if we don't get this house. Instead of living in the manifestation of saying, wow, like I'm in a place where I wasn't last year where I'm able to do that. Like I'm super grateful that I'm able to do that. I'm in clarity about what it is I'm trying to manifest, but perhaps it's not the right time. Maybe it is the right time. We'll find out here pretty soon. But can I, can I live in the vulnerability of being happy right now without knowing the outcome? Can I live in a place where I can, I can exist in the, 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 the teeter-totter of the manifestation, the in-between, the tension between the reality that you're praying for and the unfolding of it happening. Can I do that? How vulnerable is it right now to be in between without knowing what the outcome is yet and still be happy, to still be joyful, to still be grateful? And that, that, to me seems super important right now because there's been so many times that I have prayed for things, but I wasn't, I wasn't happy in the praying stage. I was urgent. I was needy. I was clingy. I was expectant. I was scarcity mindset. I was, okay, I hope this happens. Maybe this will happen. Will this happen? Okay. What can I do to make this happen? And that energy all the time. And I started to do that with this. Oh, believe you me. I started to do that. And I was started to get in that kind of like clenched tight, like, oh my God, this isn't going to happen. Um, we had some, some funny stuff come up, um, personal stuff, um, that it, 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 it makes it look like it may be possible that we won't get it, that I won't get it. Um, and it was out of left field. It was something I would have never expected that wasn't even my fault. And 
I'm going, okay, okay, okay. I can be, I can still be happy right now. That doesn't look so good, but I'm not working with the regular, you know, strategies or logic of what I think reality provides. No, like I'm a magical fucking bitch. (laughs) Like you're a magical fucking bitch. Okay. Like I I started to say, okay, like what, 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 what I expect exists beyond what is possible for the logical reality. And in that vibration, I can be happy about that. Like I can be happy and say, Hey, ancestors, Hey guides, Hey spirit people, whatever. This is something I deeply desire. Now I know this desire is here for a reason, but I'm not going to get attached to the outcome. I know that whatever is coming to me, whether it be this or something else, if it's something else, it'll be even better than what this is. It'll fit even better. It'll be the right time. And I can be joyful right now in the in-between before there's even a decision. Before the underwriting is done, before the closing happens, I can be happy right now. And this is something I was terrible at when I was trying to manifest a partner. I could not, well, I mean, I got better at it towards the end of, or end of the time, but like at for the first, you know, most 20 years of my life, I was always going, where's that thing? Where's my thing at? Why isn't it here yet? And in addition to that, I wouldn't pray with clarity. And and, and even if I did pray with clarity, I would always settle for what it wasn't. And that is a confusing energetic signal between you and the universe. You know, Um, I did an interview with Mark Groves last week and uh, we talked about how um, (laughs) it's, it's like if you said you wanted to be a vegetarian and you're eating steak all the time. The energy that you're taking space with right now is the vibration in which you're moving forward with. At least that's what I believe. And so if I was in that vibration of lack and scarcity and whatnot, I was always willing to settle because I didn't trust that everything was going to be okay. I couldn't be happy with everything being okay. I had to have control. I needed to be anxious and urgent and, you know, let me make sure because that made me feel like I was doing something you know, in order to make that thing happen because I was scared that it wouldn't. And guess what? That only produced more of that feeling. <laughs> That's how at least my my life operates. I always see that when I am in a place where I don't trust and I can't be happy about the in-between, I, mean, I don't know if you even need to be happy. You just need to be peaceful about it. But I'm going to use the word happy. Um, it was, it, it always created more of that mayhem in my life. And I got used to that vibration of when's the other shoe going to drop because I had to be in that control state all the time and that urgency and then protection mode of keeping what's mine and making sure the thing that I wanted to happen was going to happen. So of course I'm looking for another shoe to drop because I'm in, I'm in that mode, but it, it's, it takes an immense amount of vulnerability to let go. It takes an immense amount of vulnerability to say, I'm going to be happy right now. Like, I don't know what the outcome's going to be, but like, I'm super grateful what's, what's going on right now. I'm super, super grateful for the people who are trying to help me. I'm super grateful for the means in which I've been able to, to do in order to, to put myself in this position. I'm, I'm super grateful for, um, the, the talents that my, my, <laughs> that either I worked on, uh, I can take credit for some of those things or the things that just have come natural to, to me. 
I'm super lucky. You know, like what things are you super good at that you're like, I have to work at this. So you probably don't even know you're super good at it because you're like, I, this is, can everybody do this? You know, like that is the, the wonderful aspect of gifts when we have gifts and then there are gifts that we can work on and become, make them skills. But I, I, I feel I can get in a place where I can find anything to be thankful for right now and be grateful for right now where I am not trying to control what it is. And I can sit in my manifestation and say, I can intend these things with clarity about what it is that I want. And this is something I feel like I have to tell my clients a lot, like get clear about what it is that you want. Because a lot of times what happens is we're so scared that we can't get what we want that we don't ask for it. We are so scared that we cannot get what we want, so we don't ask for it. Think about that. How many of you guys are doing that right now? You'll hope for something that feels closer or more possible, but you won't hope for the big ticket item because it it will put you in a state of fear. It will be too much vulnerability. It'll be too much risk to actually believe that the thing that you really want is available to you. And that's a limiting belief. I didn't think it was possible at all, at all, for me to be able to purchase a house. Now, maybe it still isn't right now, but it's it's gone further than I thought it was going to go. Um, I didn't know that that was going to be possible according to my means, according to my past, according to all, all other factors. We won't, we don't need to get into, I don't need to put all my business on front street, but, um, you know, I just didn't, I didn't know it was possible. And all I did was I made a a very clear intention and said, this is something I want. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know how, like who's going to be involved or how possible it is, but I'm going to ask for it. And I'm going to ask for it with such clarity and such like onus of like knowing like it's possible because I don't operate in reality, now for some people re- hearing that, they'll be like, well, she's crazy, you know, and maybe I am and that's okay. Like if I don't have to operate according to reality's rules, well, guess what? Magical shit happens for me all the time. My mom always says this thing about, um, she used to say, uh, you know, believe that you'll come to something with favor. And I've said this before on the podcast, but it is something, a way I live my life. And I love that she taught us that so young, like, we would go in and there'd be no parking spots and she'd be like, okay, like let's ask for favor. You know, like we're going to find another parking spot. She didn't know it then that she was talking about clarity and manifestation. And when situations looked like they were impossible, she would always say, oh, but you are a child of God. You have favor. <laughs> and I always felt like that was, that felt a little icky. Cause I was like, well, what about other people? They don't get favor and um, you know, whatever. But anyway, she was teaching me that then. And I started, I I started living my life this way that like, okay, normal rules don't apply to me. And I I don't mean that in like a privileged kind of way. Uh, Like, I mean that in an energetic kind of way. I will walk into a situation and and believe that even when people say, no, it's not something you can do or da, 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 da. I'm like, not for me because I believe it's so. This is like a really stupid example, but like, um, when COVID was really full force, um, they were, they were keeping people out, um, for an extra hour or something. And like, I, I had already sat in the parking lot for an hour. I don't know why I was up there so early. Um, and then 
for some reason they pushed it back an hour. And I was like, I have already been here for two hours now waiting to get into the store. And so when I went up, there was a guy who was like, oh no, they're not letting people in still and da da da. And I thought, nope, I'm going in. Like I have waited here. I am going in. And I, I just walked up there and they let me in. And I, I don't know why they didn't ask me questions. They didn't stop me like they stopped everybody else. They just opened the door. And I was like, Ugh. and people were looking around like, why does she get to go in? And I'm thinking, I don't even know why. Like, that seems also unfair. But I needed to go. <laughs> and um, it, it be, because I believed it was so. Like, I just believed that I could. And sometimes that's all it takes. It takes that that energy or confidence like that you belong somewhere. And you belong in your dream. You belong in the possibility. You belong in in that vulnerability, the happiness. You belong there. You you deserve it. You deserve it. <laughs> like there, I mean, you know, the Target example is stupid, but like there are so many rooms that I would have let society believe I didn't belong in, and. People telling me, oh, you don't belong here. You can't do that. Why would you be able to do that? You're not of such and such status. You're not from this and this family. You don't have this amount of money. You're not this talented. You're not this smart. (laughs) And I walk in and say, shut up to the haters because it's like, I, I don't care. I don't operate according to what your world says I can do. I operate according to what my world says I can do. And on a quantum level, I'm creating my own realities. And so can you. So can you be vulnerable enough to claim that? Can you be vulnerable enough to channel what it is that you want and say, I belong there, whatever that is. And, you know, the only real barrier it is, is is that we deal with is time. Because if, you know, you, you don't think it happens fast enough, you'll, you'll give up say, oh, this will never happen. Time is just time. It's a construct. It is a way in which we're able to measure the unfolding of things. But if you put yourself somewhere right now in your mind and the vulnerability of happiness and that vibration of what it is that you're trying to call in, it's happening, right? If you lay in bed right now, if you're driving, don't lay down. Um, But if you lay down right now and you close your eyes and you imagine what it is that you've wanted to call into your life for so long, aren't you there right now? Aren't you experiencing it right now? It's only the fear that you're not going to get it in the unfolding of time that blocks you from really being present with it then. Being present with it now. If I close my eyes right now and I imagine myself on uh, the beach in Mexico, I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> then I'm there. I'm already there. And this might sound too woo-woo for some of you guys. You might be like, but bitch, you ain't nowhere. So <laughs> like, stop playing imaginary and, and get to work. But what I'm saying is, is that I, I when I pray with clarity, I visualize what it is that I, I want. And I visualize it without expectation of when. And I visualize it in the full vulnerability of how happy I would be in that moment. Now, again, I can't predict what will make me happy. So maybe the universe sometimes is like, actually, there's something better. We have something better for you. But if I can live in the in-between of the manifestation before I get my result 
and be in a space where I enjoy right where I'm at, oh man, you may bypass what even you thought your own power is as far as what it is you can bring to fruition. You can pray with such clarity and and such visceral power that time alone, possibility alone will not stop you. If you can find yourself to, to make yourself vulnerable enough to be happy right now in whatever it is without imagining that the other shoe's going to drop or this thing's not going to happen or when's it going to happen or how's it going to happen and stop trying to control that. Oh, buddy, you will be unstoppable. And I say that to you with confidence because I'm playing with that energy now and I'm getting to see how crazy fast things start to come crazy fast. There are things happening in my life that I'm just like, holy shit. Like this, and this was not like this last year. This wasn't even like this at the beginning of this year, guys. Like I started this podcast October last year. So in the process of teaching, you learn, right? Anytime you've ever taught somebody something, you learn it deeper, you learn new things about it you didn't know before. So as I'm teaching you guys, I'm also learning a shit ton of stuff myself. And I'm, I'm, I'm watching and seeing how fast everything has changed in a year, everything. And I'm learning that like, okay, I used to be this absolute control freak. I used to be super anxious. I used to be writing down my quote unquote manifestations with expectations and how they were going to come. And I didn't play with the magic. I didn't let myself play with the magic of the energy. I didn't let myself abandon what logic and reality says was possible. And in this whole year, everything's been so fucking crazy. It's almost like, what do I have to lose? What do you have to lose by playing with that energy and letting yourself be joyful in the process of that vulnerability? You know, manifestation is not just to, you know, get what we want. You know, like, I don't think about the universe like this catalog that we just scroll through and like, let's buy this and let's buy this and I'll get whatever I want. That may be the ego, But what my soul wants, like my soul has certain desires about how I want to expand and manifestation, I do think teaches, teaches us that teaches us how to expand, how to learn how to be patient. It, it, it creates different value, not values, virtues in us, how to be patient, how to trust, how to love, how to be present. And in those attributes, I'm finding that there is a very different frequency I live by when I'm not anxious, when I'm not controlling, when I'm not obsessed, when I'm not tracking and I, and I can release so much more. I can love so much more, including myself. There's so much more grace when you let go of that control, when you let yourself be happy What would it feel like to let yourself be happy, to not look for things, to destroy your confidence, to not look for flaws, to not look for where things aren't where you want them right now? I mean, because like if you imagine right now, like you've probably manifested so many things that you wish you had that you didn't have last year, that you didn't have the year before, and you're still wishing for more things, right? Right? You're probably in a place that you weren't last year. That was so, that's so much better that you wished for. And now it's like normal to you. You stepped up to a new rung and now that's, that's normal for you, right? 
So if you could do it then, you can do it again. That's no problem. But more than anything, if if there wasn't another rung, could you be happy now? Could you be happy before your next manifestation came in? Or do you live and say, I'll be happy when I get such and such. I'll be happy when this thing happens. I'll be happier when I get this body. Can you be happy now? Because I guarantee you something, when you learn how to do that, you will find yourself in a vibrational field that gives you everything you've ever wanted, even if you got nothing else for the rest of your life. I hope that means something deep to you. So please share this episode with someone you love and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in becoming a client for energy coaching or card readings, find me at thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do and to book your own session. And don't forget to add me on the lovely Leah on Instagram for daily content and inspiration and hang out with me on Patreon. As always, thank you for listening.